Welcome back in, everybody. Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday as we head up towards Red Sox baseball. And right just here before on... we get started, just before we get started, everybody struck out every time again all weekend, Mr. Baseball Player. The Red Sox yesterday pounded out six <laughs> runs in the first inning and two off Lucas Giolito in the okay, second. So, okay, my okay. goodness. But the best 15 minutes of the week starting off uh, ominously here with former Catamon Hoops <laughs> coach Tom Brennan. TB, how are you? I'm wonderful, Brady. Doing great. How are you? Good. You know what? We got a lot of basketball news to talk about. Let me tell you this. I don't even know if you saw this, but maybe I you did. Maybe you know. Uh, TJ Sorrentine, finalist for the Central Connecticut State job. He is listed in the final five there. So had I'm you no seen kidding. that? Well, good for him. Good for him. Maybe that means I maybe can go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me ask you this because I think a couple of years ago, TJ had told me. He wasn't sure he wanted to be a head coach. Had he ever expressed a desire to be a head coach to you, or is this a rather new development? You think he uh, he certainly has. You know, we've never, you know, we've never really talked about it. Like, hey, do you want to be a head coach? Never. But uh, it certainly has always been my understanding that that uh, and and when uh, and when the other guy got let go uh, at Brown, we thought that, uh, that, uh, TJ was going to get the job then, but he didn't. And, uh, and that was a tough situation. Uh, you know, that Brad, how that works yeah. because, uh, the kid who got it, uh, nobody ever hires somebody that competed against them for the job. That just never happens. You know, in other words, either you get it or I get it, but if I get it, you ain't coming with me. And if, if you get it, I'm not probably not coming with you, but these guys have been close for so long and tight for so long that they, uh, they, they thought it could work and it did. It has worked. I mean, that's a, that's become a very good league. The Ivy, no doubt about that. Uh, they've gotten, you know, they were, they're, they're moving up, uh, you know, but it's tough. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I do think it would have to be the right situation. I think a job like that would be like, well, I, let me ask you, uh, I say it's a good job because one, the league isn't good. And two, with the way things are going now, you can you can get good quick. I mean, right? You go out, you, you don't have any players. Like, I, you don't have any players in your program now or you have three or four, whatever it might be. Well, by September, you can have 10, right? Yeah, my gut tells me it's, it's not a great job overall. However, for a first-time head coach, for a guy that wants to be a head coach, it's a job that if it was available, you'd have to take. I mean, it's a... It's a regional job. You know, he wouldn't have to move his family too far. Um, right, so there's some right. proximity there. Uh, you're right. You can win in that league. And there's really nowhere to go but up. I mean, every time I think about Central Connecticut State, they're at the, near the bottom of that league. So it's a low-pressure job in which you wouldn't have to move too far away. And I think TJ's good, so I think he could turn it around there. And, look, he's almost 40. And if you want to be a head coach, it's not that 40 is old, but if you want to be a head coach, you, you got to get into it at some point. And this feels like as good a time as any. Yeah, I think you're right. I do think you're right. Uh, I believe uh, uh, that he would uh, love to have that job. That's, that's my gut, my gut feeling about it. And uh, uh, for all the reasons that, that you just named and plus, you know, and you, and you can get a little better feel for this because like, when he came here, of course, obviously there are, there, there are other people. Uh, but when he came here, he really he was kind of the he kind of turned it around, you know. I mean, we we started winning from the minute he got here, and and you know, and we haven't stopped since. And and I think 
you know, he was a big reason for that. And uh, um, can I tell you a story? I got one yes, story. please. I love stories. <laughs> All right. So we uh, we clinched it. We clinched the championship his senior year against uh, Maryland Baltimore, and they uh, he hurt hurts his leg. And uh, so now we got to go to Maine, which is the worst trip in the world. And uh, and we got problems because uh, my assistant didn't get the job. He thought he was going to get it. He didn't get it. Now, he was very, very upset. And I don't blame him partially. I, I you know, I respect that. And but uh, so he didn't come to Maine or he didn't come on the bus. And I thought, mm. well, man, I don't know whether the guy quit or what. I don't know what happened, you know. So all of a sudden, and you know what a beautiful, lovely trip it is to Maine yeah. <laughs> in muds in mud season. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we go up there, and he finally he 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 walks in like like when the game was already started, and he went and sat on the other end of the bench. He didn't sit on the bench. So I thought, well, you know, I gotta you know I I just gotta hold his hand a little bit. He's he's obviously very upset, and so anyway, we get pounded up there, you know, and um, and so. Now we're coming home and we got a mess because I don't know where what my assistant is going to do. I don't know how the team is going to handle all this. I mean, uh, and and so anyway, uh, we get home and it's about ten o'clock at night. And I walk in the gym. We get off the bus right in front of the place. I walk in the gym and Sorrentine shooting, and he's uh, all by himself and he's shooting and shooting and shooting. And um, so I walked over to him and um, I said, um, "Well." You didn't miss much, but we got a mess on our hands right now. We got a mess. I said, uh, you know, we it, it said things aren't good. And he said, Coach, don't you worry about nothing. We are going <laughs> to roll through this thing. <laughs> to God, it was like your dad said it to you, Brady. You know, wow. we are going to roll through this thing. I will never forget that as wow. long as I live. And, uh, and, and damn if we didn't. And so he, uh, you know, so he has that. He's a, he he's an it guy, you know. He has the it factor, and uh, uh, so I, I think it would be neat. I really think it would be neat if he got it, and um, uh, I would love for him to get it. And but uh, I think there. Do you know the other four? There's a couple, like the guy from Bonnie's, right? I do, and then one of the other final four is another guy who you know. So Tom Brennan is with us here in the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. So the other four are Grant Bill Meyer at Seton Hall, an assistant coach. Steve Curran, the assistant head coach at St. Bonaventure, uh, Patrick uh, Sellers from Fairfield, TJ, and your old assistant, I believe, Kelvin Jefferson, who I yes. think would have coached TJ back in the day. Yes, yes, that's right, that's right. Uh, so, uh, well, so listen, uh, so I got I got two out of five here, right? Yeah. So Hold tell me a little bit of a, uh, two chances out of five. So tell yeah, me a little Kelvin's bit about Kelvin Jefferson. Too. He, where is he? He is at Gannon, which I don't, to That's be honest right. with you, I don't know what Gannon is. It's in Erie. I know that. <laughs> okay. Divi Division two. Okay. Division two. Yeah. So uh, another wonderful guy. Great guy. Great guy. So, uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, uh, when are they going to, uh, I haven't talked to TJ in a couple of days. You know what he does? He goes underground on me when, uh, you know, when I got <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, it, it, the report from Sports Illustrated says the decision is likely to come on that job in the next week. So oh, great, we'll great. we'll see what happens there. Uh, I want to come back to the current catabounce here. UVM just picked up a commitment last week. Uh, Rice Memorial product, Michelle and Diashimie is going to come here. Vermont's Mr. Basketball, free press player of the year. And 
you know, TB, I love this this culture that's being established, this pipeline where local kids want to stay local and the program wants local kids. And you got Benny Shungu from Rice who's played well, and now Michelle wants to come here too. I think that's a big deal. Oh, without a doubt, it's a big deal. I mean, really, uh, you want to get good, uh, which we've been able to do, and you want to stay good, which we've been able to do. And then the next thing you want to do is uh, you want to stay good from the inside out. You know, mm. if you can bring local kids in and and especially guys that you really think can play, not you're just taking them because, you know, they're local. Uh, that's a big deal. And and I tell you what, man, I, I really and, you know, I easy for me, <laughs> easy for me to say it, say, because I, I well, I do have a dog in the hunt, but I don't really. <laughs> I love this kid. I do. Yeah. I watched him. I watched him play a lot. And uh, and, you know, I've watched this game for 60 years closely. I have. And. That guy can play, man. He can just play. He's little and he looks like a fire plug, but he's quick and he's got great feel and, you know, all the things that you're supposed to be able to do to play Division One college basketball, he can do. And he is a scorer, you know. The, you know what it reminds me of, Great. It reminds me of like uh, like Dayton's guards, you know, or huh. BCU's guards, you know, like, like just tough and quick and get by you and all that. So it's going to be neat. I, I really love it. And I, I, I love the idea that um, – uh, you know, that we are uh, doing that, that we are, you know, and that more importantly, that that players now, this is the most important thing, that players now are good enough. And that's, yeah. what, that's what's important. Very, very true on that. I'll have more on that here in a little while. I also want to continue on here with uh, one other piece of America East news. What do you think of the report that Hartford, after going to the NCAA tournament, might want to drop down to Division Three in order to save money? What do you think about that? Well, uh, I, I think Gal probably leaked it. That's one thing I think. Really? Uh, um, you know, I mean, I, I think he's trying to get ahead of it. You mm. know, he wants to get people to give money and see if they can save it, and uh, you know, so. Uh, but you know, I I think where they they caught a break, Brady. I don't know. I haven't, so I, I don't want to comment on it too much. A friend of mine from Connecticut told me just yesterday that apparently the um, uh, the uh, the president got got himself in a jam because he he wrote some things and and uh, put some things out and people got it that weren't supposed to get it. So mm. it appears that he may have to resign. He or she, I don't even know who it is, but the president of of uh, Hartford may have to resign because of the remarks that he made to a. A vice president saying we got to keep this thing quiet or we got to spin it and wh whatever it might be. So yeah. maybe that'll save him a little bit. But um, but let's go. Let's let's take this a step further. What like I could see 50 schools doing this now. Not they haven't done it yet. Don't get me wrong. But it's just the time, the pandemic, the money, the I can see this being a trend rather than a, a one off. You know, I. I... I don't know. My gut tells me there's another way to save money. There's got to be another way to save money, whether it's getting rid of majors that nobody goes to and the faculty that comes with it. Um, there's got to be another way. But I also, part of me does think maybe I'd rather see them move to Division Three than start lopping off sports. That's the one thing I don't want. Stay Division One and then cut seven sports in order to do it. Part yeah, of me right. would rather you keep the whole boat of sports but do it at division three, but I just think there's gotta be another way. Yeah. And I, I well, and I, I think, I think you, you named it. I, I think you named it the other way is, uh, you know, you just, you, you, you just, you gotta try to do the best you can 
with what you have and and if it doesn't um you know it, it, it doesn't work then then it just doesn't work but another thing is uh people you know this sense that well the faculty is all they're they're okay with everything no problem you know that's one of your biggest problems those people uh saying ah oh, that we're spending too much money on sports and you know for what to, to what end at least in vermont you could say well men's basketball we know uh has been tremendous for a long long time so they have certainly they they've they're carrying their own weight there's no doubt about that but it, it's just hard at, at a place like hartford where, you know nobody goes to the games and they you know they uh, i think what i think it almost hurt them to go to the tournament that hurt them because I think they wanted to probably do it, uh, but now it's really going to be hard. Yeah. You, you know, so I don't know. And, and you know, I, I've always liked Gal. I think he's a good guy. And, and, and what the hell? He did a great job, man. He got him to the tournament. So that no one at Hartford has ever done that before. So uh, it would be, you know, it would be sad, but uh, uh, it doesn't surprise me. I think the reality is it's going to happen in more and more schools. They're going to be uh, of Hartford's ilk that are just going to say, you know what? We just can't afford it. It's too expensive. And, uh, and I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how this one plays out. They say in May they're going to make the decision, right? Uh, I didn't see a final timeline, but uh, I know they were doing the research, and that's where the report came from. TB, I'll get you out of here on this. Um, Celtics coach Brad Stevens had no interest in it, but the report came out that Indiana was going to offer him $70 million to be their head coach. Is Indiana still – well, you know what? Take that back. I think Indiana handled this right. If you want to – if you see yourself as a big-time program, then use your financial muscle and go after a big name. And I think he was right to turn it down. But what did you think of the Indiana reportedly wanting Stevens at that money? I don't I, – that's a lot, a lot of money. Or, or even having one guy write a check for $10 million so to get rid of Archie. I mean, think yeah, about right. that for a second, you know. So, uh, it, it, well, you know, the the, the core, the what do they say? The the cart is dragging the horse, and it's just it's nuts now. It is absolutely nuts, and and they are not one of those programs anymore. They're not they're not as good as Ohio State. They're not as good as mm. Illinois. They're not as good as uh, Wisconsin, you know. So I, I just feel like, um, uh, you know, they're probably not as good as Purdue. So uh, I, I don't understand that. I think they got a good coach in Mike Woodson, not a not a name name necessarily, but uh, an alum and a pro successful coach. And so uh, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But is that one of the top five, ten jobs in the country? I don't think so anymore. Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach, with us every single Tuesday. Red Sox baseball here, just a few moments away right they now. Getting the Brady Parker show. Did they get any hits yesterday? They had, I told you, six runs in the first <laughs> inning. So, TV. Oh, right, boy. Always good talking to you. <laughs> All right, TV. Next week, we'll see you same time, same place. All right. Look forward to it.